In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, beloved children of God, and welcome to Thursday in the 15th week in ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 16th day of July 2021. Let us beg that God will fill us with the presence of His Spirit. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is The I Am is His Name. The I Am is His Name. Today we celebrate the feast day of St. Bonaventure, a great instrument of God, a man who dedicated himself to God totally and was used mightily in the cause of the salvation of humanity and the promotion of the church's authority and hierarchy. Friends, today the first reading is taken from the book of Exodus chapter 3 from verse 13 to verse 20. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Matthew chapter 11 from verse 28 to verse 30. In the first reading today, God, upon sending Moses to the people of God, in Egypt and the leadership of Egypt, particularly Pharaoh and his people to secure the release of the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt. On this very occasion, Moses asked, when I get to Egypt, who would I tell the people and who would I tell Pharaoh as the one who has sent me? And God says, tell my people, Tell the people of Israel that the God of their fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the I am that I am, has sent me. God introduced himself as the I am. He is the I am, meaning he is the God who is whom he chooses to, he chooses to be. The God who is able to do what he wants to do, when he wants to do it, and where he wants to do it. The God who has no beginning or end. The God who is bigger than everything and the entire universe. The God who does not need the permission of anything or anyone to do what he has chosen to do. The God who is omnipotent. The God who is all-sufficient, the I am, the God that cannot be defined in any human terms, the God who cannot be described exhaustively in any human terms, the God that encompasses and outlives and is beyond the human comprehension. He is the I am. He is. He is what he wants to be, what he chooses to be. And he said to Moses, go and bring my people out of the land of Egypt. Now God said to Moses, 
that when you go, the, 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 the people, the king of Egypt, Pharaoh and his people, will resist the departure of the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt. But I will, through miraculous and mighty works, through my mighty hand, I will bring out the people of Israel, their children of God. By that fact, God assures us that no matter what life situation subjects us to, no matter what we go through, no matter how exalted the powers that be may be, no matter how all evading a structure, a system, an organization, an alliance put in place by human forces, even diabolic forces, spiritual forces, spiritual strong men and strong women, or whatever you may think of, may have put in place to see to it that the children of God are subjected to all kinds of, of afflictions and oppression. None of these can withstand the mighty hand of God when God chooses to deliver his people. And that is enough for us to know that the I am is ever ready to redeem us, to save us from the troubles and the challenges of life. The question is, we must recognize in him the God of our fathers, the God of our destiny, the God of our family, the God of our life, the God of our future, the God of our health, the God of our finances, the God of our job, the God of our relationship, the God who is in charge and in control of the entire universe. And we must always put all our faith and trust in him. Secondly, God told the people of Israel that he will bring them out of Egypt and settle them back in the land of the Canaanites, the Perizzites, and the Amorites, the place he has promised to give to their forefathers. One may begin to ask, since God is moving them out of Egypt to another foreign territory, not their own land, why couldn't he have dispossessed the people of Egypt of their land? Why didn't he bring down Pharaoh and pass on the ownership, the authority, the, the, the control of Egypt to his people. Dear child of God, remember that God has given on oath, under covenant to Abraham and through Abraham to all his descendants, through the children of Jacob, the children of Israel, the land of Canaan, flowing with milk and honey. Even though as at this material time, Canaan was also undergoing famine like other parts of the world. So it appears actually that Egypt is the place of hope, the place of wealth, the place of affluence, the place, the place of, uh, if you like, the good place in the world then. But because this is not where God has destined for his people to be, he chose to bring them out. Dear child of God, we too must always remember that God's place of promise for us is our place of rest, is our place of victory, is our place of um, uh, the place we shall flourish and blossom.
If God wants to move you out of your Egypt, no matter how comfortable Egypt may be for you, no matter how wealthy Egypt may be for you, always remember to follow the prompting of God. Remember to seek where God has designed for you, not where you think is best for you. And only with confidence and faith in God that can, you know, aid you to follow God, even when at that material time, it doesn't appear that the option God has for you is to the best of your advantage. But when you do follow God and keep to his instructions for your life, you eventually realize that that indeed is the best because God's choice for us, his will for us is always the best. And that is why in the gospel reading, Jesus tells us, Anyone who is overburdened, anyone who is carrying any form of yoke, anyone who is overlabored, should come to him and he will give such a person rest. Jesus could have come to us to offer us rest, but he is inviting us because he is the way, he is the truth, he is the life. In him we find the fullness of life, in him we find the fullness of peace, in him we find the fullness of joy, in him we find the fullness of wealth, the fullness of health. Anything good you can think about comes from God and these all come from God through Jesus Christ. So the invitation to come to him simply means we live in our land of Egypt because in Egypt the the way of life is not the way of life that God has chosen for his people. Living in Egypt, living our predicaments, living our labor and our pains and affliction to Jesus also means dropping our old ways of life, letting go of our sinful inclinations and tendencies, detesting and abhorring all that is displeasing in the sight of God, all that is characteristic, uh, characteristic of the land of Egypt, the land of Sodom, the land of Gomorrah, the land of Sidon, the land of sin, the land of immorality, the land of wickedness, the land of um, envy, the land of jealousy, the land of iniquity. We must readily drop our old ways of life and accept the way of life of Jesus. That is what it means to run to Jesus and remain with Jesus, that he may give us rest, that he may give us life, that he may give us healing, that he may give us peace. And dear child of God, as you take that bold step to move out of Egypt, despite the resistance you are going to meet, the grace of God is more than sufficient to help you surmount, surmount every resistance, to help you surmount every opposition, to help you surmount every challenge and even trouble and then you will find peace indeed you will find succor in god you will find consolation in god you will find strength you will find favor you will find affluence you will find everything good that you desire of the lord and you desire in life so dear child of god today is a message of hope it is also a message of, of encouragement and it is also a message of warning because if we do not leave egypt god is going to rescue his people with a mighty hand those who would want to continue to subject the children of God to all kinds of evil experiences. When God comes to rescue his people with a mighty hand, there will definitely be casualties. And then as it happened in the case of the Egyptians, many perish in order to see to it that the children of God regain their freedom. May God forbid that we fall victim 
to um, to be, I mean will become a, a part of the casualties um when God comes to rescue his people that we may be the rescued of the Lord the saved of the Lord the delivered of the Lord the blessed of the Lord the favored of the Lord through the mighty hand of the new Moses in the person of Jesus Christ who invites us today to come to him with all our burden with all our loads with all our labor with all our worries with all our ailments with all our insufficiencies and in our and our inadequacies and he will give us rest. May you experience the rest of God. May you experience the peace of God. May you experience the healing of God. May you experience the hand of Jesus that rescues man from all calamities, from all troubles, from all challenges in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always. And do have a great day ahead. It is well with you.